Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fake Nerds Watch. This is for Star Trek Picard. I am Brandon C. McClure, and with me on this trek through no where no one has gone before is Michael Carls. Michael, there you go. Where are you? Which way? That way. Over here. Hi. Right. How you. you doing, everybody? Hi, Michael. Hey, thanks again for having me, man. I'm, I'm yeah, man. Uh, if you missed last week, or if you're if you're a little confused at the format of this one, uh, we are doing this over the interwebs because we do not live in the same city. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. So you will not see the comfy couch that we are normally on for fake nerds watching. And when I am here, you're going to hear dogs and cats. So I'm sorry. Although, I mean, I do have a very nice captain's chair that I did buy specifically for the purposes of uh, podcasting. So I'm very comfortable right now. Well, I'm on a bed. So, you know, that works out. Hey, there you go. I was just showing, I'm going to show the audience. I was just showing Michael Carls, my Locutus of Borg pop figure. And I was extremely jealous about it. You, were, yeah. you showed off that and a, and a com badge as oh, well. Oh yeah, and my my favorite my favorite com badge design from Anavos and QMX, the uh, commonly known as the Voyager com badge, but it eventually became standard issue Starfleet. Yeah, I don't have anything cool to present. Right? Oh, actually, here I got a uh, I got a next gen I got a couple of next gen books from back in the day. Um, yeah. This one is uh, called Strangers in Strange. Strangers in Strange Lands. I just oh, like, yeah. I don't know if you recall this one at all. Uh, I've seen the cover. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not the best storyline, but it's still fun to read because it just it includes all of our favorite characters, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm more interested in the more... Um, excuse me. I'm a little sick yeah. today. <clears throat> I was just telling Michael. But uh, I'm more interested in the more current Next Generation comics. I think they're a yeah. lot better. Yeah. Oh, they absolutely are a lot better. But... At the same time, these were concurrently going on during the same time as the show. Oh, so nice. it's yeah. kind of neat seeing that. I mean, seeing where their mindset was. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll check the date as to when this book was made. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I'll try to, like, uh, I'll deconflict that with the show, see which season it was on, and kind of get that, get in that same mindset. Like, hey, where are they in their head Where in the Star Trek universe when this was made? So it's kind of yeah, neat in that, in that respect. That is cool. Yes. Yeah. So. All right, shall we get into the second episode of Star Trek Picard? Yes, let's absolutely do it. Now, this one starts, shockingly, with the destruction of the Utopia Planitia shipyards. Yeah, and actually, right after uh, our last episode, I watched <laughs> that little short with Riley. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, it, it was very interesting to see. I thought it was a fun little short. Uh, it, uh, um, it, it shed a little light and gave us a little bit more background, which I liked. It was good. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, the entering in this, uh, this, this episode got the destruction of Utopia Planitia. You get the, uh, they're, they're not quite datas. They're, they're like, they're, pr- they're kind of like a little bit more sophisticated B4s maybe. I think maybe? they're less sophisticated than before. You think they're less? Yeah, so they keep talking about how, like, and Dr. Gerardi, by the way, Allison Pill, still my favorite character. 100%. I love, I love her. She, she's amazing, yeah. Yeah, um, I I, re, I, think that they're less sophisticated than before because they keep saying that, the, that specifically Singh's, uh, Noonien's um, technology Sing. has been yeah. difficult to, yeah. sorry, Sung. Singh right. was Khan. Khan, Noonien, Singh, Noonien, Sung. <clears throat> uh, and they keep talking about how, like, his technology is is it's difficult to replicate to replicate unless you have data. And B four isn't as sophisticated as data, but he's still one of his androids. 
So I still think it was like that was if B4 was an attainable goal, Data was not. And I don't think they reached the attainable goal of B4. Got it. All right. Yeah, that makes more sense then, because I was trying to wrap my head around that a little bit uh, yeah. during this episode. I was because uh, even my head was getting a little tied. Yeah, because even before had he could learn, he could he could yes, develop. He was able to. He, I mean, while he never developed to to the extent that of data because of the he was essentially a beta version, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, the B four version. The the oh, ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so uh, the uh, um, oh geez, what was I saying? Oh, sorry, you were saying that no, no, no. The... I had something, something about androids. Ah. That's okay. It happens <laughs> yeah. to me all the we'll time. Get back to it. We'll get yeah. back to it. Um, well, I just think that that uh, especially when we see that these these androids, they don't seem to have any free will. Well, uh, they don't seem to have free. So, do you feel like that they were all programmed? To do that at that exact same time, I think they were. Hi- I think they were hijacked. Yeah, I think that's think, what happened. Are, are we thinking that it's going to be the Jacques Da, the the Jacques Vosh. Jacques Vosh. What did I say? Jacques Da. No, Jacques Vosh. Yeah. Do we yeah, think the, it's them? The, Jacques the people Vosh. who hate them the most. It could be, or the Jacques Vosh could be retaliating for it. Yeah. Because that that you know what? First yeah. off, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, should we do like our initial impressions on this episode first? Sure. We... Yeah. Did you yeah. like it? I liked it less than the last one. It felt like this one felt like it should have been like they should have aired these two episodes back to back. Sure. For the premiere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It should have been just one long uh, or just two episodes just put together for the uh, initial because it's 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 still a lot of setup. Before, you know, Picard goes on his adventure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, while I still enjoyed it, uh, uh, I enjoyed some of the callbacks. Uh, I, I hope that this is not going to be a uh, a frequent recurring theme where they, because this this episode almost it almost felt like it relied on the callbacks to TNG a lot more than the first episode. I hope we don't see more of that. I hope we just see this show kind of coming into its own more. Yeah, and not I w- needing too many nostalgic moments i would agree with that um i do question though especially after this episode why doesn't picard go to Riker or Worf or jordy well you recall what he said he's like no, no no i've done that before and that was due to his his experiences on in all good things your favorite ending to the show of all time no i know go through that again help to help them or I, have them help them right but the way picard operates is that he wouldn't? That's that that excuse doesn't work for me. It, it it it's he says like, oh, they would do it. I can't bother them. Blah blah blah. And like I get it. It it's it's fine. They've they've wrote in a, di- a line of dialogue that makes that work. But to me, it's a little flimsy because why why would he go to someone we've never met? And well, instead of going to someone that he knows will help him, let me ask you this: Does two questions? All right. Um, one, actually, no, one question, one statement. So statement first one, I don't think that he has never met this person because when you see them at the end, it's almost clear that they have a 
a rocky relationship. Oh no, they have met. I'm talking about like us. I don't think that we've. Why? Why go to someone that we haven't met? Why go through the trouble of introducing new characters? Because it's a new show. <laughs> but it's. But see, that's the thing. Yeah, it's not I, a new show. It's not a new show. It's a continuation, which is never. Which goes back to my thing about the well, in the live shows. This is a spinoff. That's if true. You get technical about it. And that's still, true. Still, still contain new characters but they've but they've never we've never continued the story of a character without that without the rest of that cast think about when kirk's story was was continued in the movies after the cv series they brought back everyone yeah yeah so i'm not it's not it's the decision they made i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend too much time questioning it it's just it does ring a couple of red alerts in my head if that makes sense and then my other question for you was um was him brushing off the idea of uh, Riker, Worf, and uh, Jordy, um, was that line before or after he found out that he has this mental disorder? After. That, and where, and, so it was after. So if, yes. if at that point, if in his mindset he thinks like, hey, this could be my last mission ever, yeah, he may not want to, you know, put, he doesn't want to put his best friends you know, in a position where, hey, you know, hey, you want to come on this mission where we're probably going to die? Well, he doesn't know he's going to die. And well, he, I mean, even to the be fair. Said, like, I mean, the doctor was even saying, like, I hope this uh, is this mission dangerous. Or he said something to the effect of, like, maybe this if you're lucky, this mission will kill you before uh, your disease will or something to that effect. That, yeah, he does say that. I, uh, by the way, nice callback to the Eremotics. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, I didn't when know that I, guy was still alive, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, so the doctor in this one is, I guess, the 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 doctor from the Stargazer. Yes, we've yes. never met this guy before. No, no. Um, I do kind of like like kind of filling in canon a little bit, like we've never met the Stargazer doctor. Uh, why wasn't Crusher? That's a question that we've been saying <laughs> since the trailer, right? Where is Crusher? Yeah, yeah. No, that's um... that's the first. That was the first kind of red alert in my head where I was just like. Wait, There's where is Crusher? Yeah. I wonder, do you think <clears throat> maybe Crusher was on Utopia Planitia? So there was a theory going around that Jordy was. Well, I don't think that that could happen anymore because they are the, yeah. the Romulan said, like, hey, what about Jordy? You know? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Romulan reveal, they're Tel Shiar. Yes. Hey, I who called it? I did. He, he that did. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> um, those characters a lot. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this: the Commodore, right? That yeah. uh, Commodore that, O, Commodore O. Now these Romulans, they don't look like Romulans from the show. They look no, they're very, sexy Romulans. Yeah, they're well that, but they look they have a very they look almost exactly like Vulcans too. So I can't. It's hard for me to distinguish. Is Commodore O a Vulcan or a Romulan? So she could be. She could be Romulan. Um, I, I was kind of looking online and we'll see what people are thinking. Yeah. We, we think because of the line that, that, O has been an invaluable, um, what should you say? An invaluable asset partner or asset yeah. partner. Yeah. Um, I think it's likely that O is in fact Vulcan just working with Romulans. Got it. Got it. Okay. But we do, we are under the same assumption that the humanoid female that came in, she is Romulan. She's Romulan. Been altered. Surgically altered to look human. Yeah. Got it, which we've seen several times in Star Trek lore. Oh, yeah. And the other way around. Kirk did it. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, how do you feel about the Jat Vash being introduced? 
Um, I I mean, like a secret part of this more secret society. I guess. Yeah, so the uh, secret secret society. Super super secret guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean to be honest, I mean I don't. I mean, unless they they reveal something later on, I don't understand why they don't, they don't just make it the Tal Shihar. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I don't it's get just, it either. It's you know, it's uh. I don't know. It's something you're going. They're going back to your super secret societies that you hate. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's more. Than, it's more than that. It's so I talk about it a lot on the show. Um, a lot of on our show, Picture and Podcast. Uh, I don't like the trope. Everything you thought you knew was wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what the Jatbash are, where they're just like, I heard rumors that the Tal Shiar are actually a mask for the Jatbash, and, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, and so and I hate that too, uh, because uh, they're almost retconning all of. I, I feel like they're what I. This is my one of my predictions, which I hope doesn't come true. I hope it's just something that gets flipped or whatever. Yeah. Um, I hope. I, I'm wondering if the reason why the Romulans don't have any androids, don't don't uh, um, study cybernetics, is because they have had. Um, encounters with the Borg years or maybe even centuries prior, right? And the Jacques Vosh was somehow able to defeat them and or figure out a way to neutralize them. And at that point, they said like, hey, we are never going, we're going to make sure that cybernetics is off the table for all of all of uh, uh, Romulan uh, future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see how, I can I see can where see- that story could go. Yeah, I, I just have a weird feeling like when I, that's that's the whole thing that kind of played into my head and started fitting into place. I hope I'm wrong, to be honest with you. I do, too, because uh, yeah. that would that would really I mean, mess with canon. It would mess with canon a lot. And um, it I it it just seems like that's where they're going just based on this. These, this one episode. Yeah, I mean, they, they, obviously things could change next Thursday, whatever. But yeah. at, the, at this moment, this is what I think that they're going towards and i hope not i really like the investigation that he does into dodge's death i really like that romulan girl um laris i really like her she She has she is look she looks so familiar she does but i also like i like so there's two f-bombs in this show in this episode something new i don't think we've ever had an f-bomb in star trek no we haven't uh, except with discovery um i could have done without it yeah. myself i mean i i it's it was interesting it was uh surprising and i'm like uh i think I, she I mean, delivers the bs all access yeah <laughs> i think she delivers the best one i think yeah. when she says those cheeky efforts i think that works what i don't what i hate is when the admiral says the uh the the effing hubris yeah talking to picard uh i just personally Starfleet's supposed to be better than that. We're supposed to be more evolved by the 24th century. I 100% agree. That was not the Starfleet that we, I mean, that kind of makes me curious. Like how, how did Starfleet change from the end of Voyager to now? Well, the, the, the F-bomb isn't really indicative of that. I think, but um, but the, but the mannerisms of how she's treating Picard. Yeah, I no, think I, it was. Um, I don't the think fact that's a personality trait. I think that's a that's a that's a fundamental um, Starfleet trait. Right? Yeah, it was the um, I mean, the decision the, to pull out. 
yeah of Romulan yeah. space that did it I but think. at the same time like i mean there's a lot of, there's a couple things that don't make sense too like even the dude that gave him his visitor badge didn't know who he was one disrespect and two like dude he's a dude that killed all the <laughs> that essentially you know uh, was quote unquote responsible for the uh, utopia planitia disaster yeah uh the, I have another issue with canon when it comes to the ships, of, uh, the holographic ships yep. floating in Starfleet headquarters. Um, where's the B and the C? Yeah, they they, they don't. Just maybe, maybe, maybe they're just doing like all the important uh, enterprises, maybe. This, and the C is responsible for peace between the Klingons. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's screw it, I guess. I don't know. Time. Time. Time as cheeky efforts, and then <laughs> hey, that's going to be our new thing. This the is cheeky efforts. Yeah, I uh, I thought that was a, I thought that was a little strange. Uh, it was probably because they didn't re- they didn't make a new model for yeah. the for the B and the C, um, but they did make new models for the for the, the original and the and the and the D. Yeah, but I um yeah, it's the 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 F bomb line. I feel like is kind of indicative of how I feel modern Star Trek has gone, in which case it has become more like 21st century people talking and 21st century people acting and not 23rd or 24th people acting. Yeah. Like that was like these, this is a species of people that prefer Shakespeare and classical music because they're all in public domain and they were cheap. Sorry, that's my cat. He just yeah, flew no, to the window. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah because this is a species who prefers to listen to classical music and re- read Shakespeare, not, uh, not pop rock music. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it is not our, it's not the same Star Trek, which is, no, it's not. I mean, I, unless, I mean, I really hope they don't again, but unless they do some major retconning with some, uh, like, you know what happens like the history of earth or something like that or where they they kind of like go more into depth as to like what actual day-to-day life was for some for like the citizens i guess but at, and deep space nine tried to do a bit of that yeah yeah but you know um, what I'm saying, though? yeah and it, honestly it is just a stylistic change to the series they are trying to appeal more to a more modern audience i totally get it it just butts up against the Star Trek that I know, and it's not necessarily a bad thing to do that. It's just a, a learning curve I'm having to do. I mean, like we we talked about too in uh, in the in our lead up uh, to this series, like we we were thinking like, hey, maybe we're the old farts and we need to change with the times, you know? It, yeah, that that's true. You know, we maybe uh, well, you know, I guess it's yet to be seen. Think um, about it. Star Trek well, in well, our we, heyday was. Next generation, Deep Space Nine, yeah. and Voyager, and and all those guys that were TOS, uh, um, you know, loyalists. They a lot of them found it hard to make that jump. Yeah, right. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe this could be the next one, and uh, maybe in twenty or thirty years we'll come around. I mean, honestly, I like. There's no convincing me right now. I'm interested. I'm interested in what's happening. Oh, um, but the only the only reason we're interested is because it's TNG related. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, I, 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 I'd be willing to bet money over bet money on that. Uh, yeah, honestly, I probably wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't for Picard. Mm-hmm. But maybe it becomes my gateway. But let's get back to the episode. Yeah, sorry. Tangents. Um, I miss Dodge. I don't think Soji's as interesting of a character as Dodge was. He's not at all. Um, and uh, I mean, the, I mean, because we've seen 
the deception of the Romulans before, and this is just like a modern way that they that they're doing. Like, and you know, like we're going back to this modern thing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I feel like I've seen this story before in yeah. other media and other movies with uh, with um, with Dodge. You know, her not knowing that she's an android. Yes, we've seen that story once before with Data's mother, right in the in the uh, show, um, but. Uh, um, not not to this extent right yeah Where it was actually someone that he made i like i like soji i like the actress i just question especially now that we're kind of getting to know soji a bit more why kill dodge we were so invested in dodge well i mean you you gotta think like mean, anytime they kill somebody in the very first episode um, there, there. That's going to be a story arc for the entire uh, uh, first season, or or, yeah. or maybe first half of the season, whatever it is. However, they break it up. But I just question if it be, had to be. I feel like, I mean, if I mean, I'm hoping history will repeat itself in the sense that um, it will be explained full circle once we get to the end. Yeah, that's uh, true. Hoping. Um, so nope. they call the Borg cube the artifact. The artifact, yes, and um, they have a bunch of Romulan guards. Just in the, and they like they tell people like, "Hey, you can." I guess it's like a, a studying place yeah. or whatever where they can go in and they they help reanimate. I guess the uh, the the Borg uh, um, collective. Yeah, now I want to talk about the Borg the Borg thing. I really like it. Really lines up. Um, Borg the Borg assimilated hundreds of thousands of millions of species. Um, and I really like that they are right now encountering Borg that they've never met before, species they've never heard of. They are just deborgifying um, because the, the Borg, the nameless, because the Borg has severed itself from this. From this Borg cube has been severed from the collective, uh, which means there is still a collective out there. Sorry, Janeway. Yeah. Um, and I, I, so I just kind of really appreciate the. The idea that the Federation probably what I get is that the Romulans own this cube or stick stick the claim of the cube and the Federation are See, researching there's, there's it. There's a bit of conflict in their storytelling here. I mean, unless there's something that that a piece that hasn't fit right. Like so mm -hmm. Picard's uh, um, Romulan uh, friend, uh, she said that she she asked she poses the question why do romulans never uh, shown any interest in cybernetics or or anything else and now that we see them uh, investigating and protecting essentially uh, um people who are studying the borg cube and trying to re reanimate uh, assimilated crew yeah that's it's, true it's, it's, it's well no sorry, the jatvash don't like cybernetics no all romulans she she said that all romulans did too because i mean because they've she asked, she posed a question like how come you've never heard of romulans right. invest or even studying cybernetics or ever have any androids in the romulan feder in the romulan federation empire the romulan empire yes yeah, yeah i got that as like the jatvash were were think so? were, were were not were like Make, we're like gearing Romulan society towards that way. I didn't really. I don't think it was like a. a Got it. Okay. Complete right. Romulan bias. I could be wrong. That's just how I read it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I only. I only watched this episode once, as opposed to last. Last uh, um, episode, I watched that twice. So. Yeah. yeah Got to watch them twice, man. You get all the. Yeah. All know, the little I, juicy, juicy, juicy cannon. I know. So. so busy. Speaking of cannon, uh, things I, I really appreciated with cannon were the. Badge insignia was the ones from whenever Star Trek would jump to the future, it would have a badge similar to that design with the two lines down the middle. 
Yeah. Oh, we speaking of future, we need to we need to talk about how much this episode had in common with all good things. And maybe that the future that Picard was hoping to avoid may not be able to avoid everything, um, i.e. his uh, little mental. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he meets the doctor, which we whom we've never met before from the Stargazer. Yep. And he tells him like, hey, you like he's got bad news. Like he made a house call. He's sitting and having tea with him. It's like, hey, this is not really what most doctors do, right? Yeah. And um, he essentially tells him, like, yeah, most of the prognoses are not good for you, essentially, is what he's some, like. Some are treatable. Yeah. But, but uh, they all have the they same all end the same way. They all end the same way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah I thought that, so he basically gets a death sentence. sentence. Yeah. 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 Well, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's like 96. Now, Looks good for 96. Now, like the only thing that I could really think of that would like help him prolong his life would if maybe if he became a Borg again. <laughs> what if we see him as Locutus at the end of this season? <laughs> that would be messed up. <laughs> that would be so rude. <laughs> Do you think the Queen comes back in this show? Oh. You know. <laughs> She could. I mean, she was just in that Gretel and Hansel movie. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. She I know we know that he, either. No, we know that Hugh is Hugh coming back. back, and it's it's almost uh, certain that we're going to see Bruce Maddox coming back. Obviously, we're seeing we we have yet to see Jerry Ryan or man. Or, can uh, you imagine? Can you imagine if they get the the actor from that one episode? Bruce of Maddox, who yeah. played Bruce Maddox. Well, I mean, when they got brought back, Hugh, Hugh was in three episodes, four. four yeah, episodes. but like this guy was like season two, season one episode, two, yeah. never yeah. mentioned once more, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he like, was once more in Day to Day. That's it. Yeah, no, nowhere else. And then just for to have that actor come back, be like, "It's me, I'm Bruce Maddox." Yeah, I 100 percent believe that they will bring him back. I, I, I do. I, I think he will. They will. What a deep cut. Yeah. What a deep cut. Uh, I loved Allison Pill's scene with Picard. Of course you did. I, I <laughs> yeah, think no, she's, it was great. It was great. Yeah. I think she's great. I think every time she's when when she's there, there's a connection that that she and, and Picard have that is so good. I just really like their connection when she like looks at the tea spread and she's just like so Earl I Gray. Think, so her and um um Patrick Stewart, they share this uh, screen presence every time that they're on on the on the, yeah. on the on the screen, right? Yeah. Where I mean, everything that they say and do, and all their little facial mannerisms, whatever it is, that, whatever it may be, man, they they have our full attention. You know, it's yeah. just something, and uh, you know, it's 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 great to see that. And she's like, she's really good at expository. <clears throat> You know, she she does what the what the great Trek expositors do, like um, LeVar Burton or Brent Spiner. Like she makes that palatable for the audience and we can understand it. And we follow it and we're interested in it. We're engaged in what she's yeah, saying, even exactly. if it's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and there was we finally got some of that. We that we were that we've been missing. Right. We didn't Check get no that. Babble. Yeah. Check no babble. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was nice. It was it was. It was surprising to hear, and I loved every second of it. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the line where Picard was like, "I could never get into science fiction." 
I mean, he lives I, in science fiction. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a, it's, it was a fun, you know, ironic uh, line. Um, I, I didn't mind it because yeah. I mean, he's, he's always been a Shakespeare kind of guy and living in the present. And uh, she should have been reading yeah. a Dixon Hill novel, though. What, what was she reading? Like something like Chekhov, a Chekhov okay. novel. Oh, not okay. like, not like Anton Gelch, not like a Chekhov character, but like the writer Chekhov. Got it. Got it. Sh- yeah, that should have been a Dixon Hill. That would have been great. Would have been great, right? Yeah, I so been. there's something in in Star Trek that always bugs me as a kid, which is actually why I like the Orville more in some places. Um, the because the timeline of Star Trek starts in the 1960s. Um, there's Star Trek has a whole new history has a, has a different is a basically a parallel world from our world. It is not our future. It is the future of the eugenics wars, world war three. Um, yeah. we don't have the eugenics wars didn't happen in the 1990s and caused the fall of the Soviet empire. Like that's not what happened in our, in our timeline. So it's an alternate timeline. That's Star Trek's timeline. Um, so the, so what I've always kind of bothered me, I guess in a way about Star Trek just as a whole is that all of its pop culture are from the 1930s, 1800s, yeah. uh, and so, like, everyone is so well-read. So one of the things that I, I really like the Orville is that they're not afraid to be like, oh, yeah, this classic movie from, from the 1980s or the 2000 or 2001 classic movie. Yeah. Um, that's what but, – but because Star Trek yeah. had to yeah. deal with a lot of public domain back then because it was cheaper. And to budget. be quite honest with you, I don't know if I would really continue to watch Star Trek if they threw in like a, a classic Katy Perry song. So I, I no, don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying something like that. But something like – um like a Dixon Hill or if the book that he was reading was something that was published like this year. Oh yeah. Like yeah. any book published this year, like a Jack Ryan novel. Like or, I would have either Jack or even doesn't have to be this year or maybe like even uh, something like uh, a shining or, a, a um, you know, one of, one of our classics. Of, yeah. Of our time because, or, or even make up something because it's, it's 400, it's almost 500 years in our future. Yeah, yeah, like how is that? How is Chekhov still a popular novelist five hundred years yeah. in the future? Oh, yeah. And it's just that's just Star Trek. That's just the world I have to buy into to love this franchise. <laughs> um, it's just something that I've always that I always talk about. Um, um, so yeah, so she gives Alice. So he. So Alison Pill gives him all the research that she has on that Bruce Maddox did with the yes. with the work. Um, let's talk about Rafi. Yeah, let's let's do it. So I, this is a good point that I want to say. I read the Star Trek Picard Countdown, uh, three issue series. Um, uh, just first things first. They're both Tal Shiar, like we said. Right? Yes, uh, Javon oh, and Laris. Yeah. Um, I really like the uh, the interrogate the investigation sequence in her apartment. I thought that was a good sequence. Yeah. Um. But, but Picard needs a ship. He has no way to get a ship. The Admiralty will not reinstate him in Starfleet. Um, That's another odd thing to me. Like, how is it that this guy doesn't have his own ship? Like, not even like a little cruiser or something. You're probably not allowed to. I don't think so. I mean, it, I don't know. That's That's, good, that's, why doesn't he have his just weird, his own ship? You know? have, are there I privatized mean, ships in Starfleet? I mean, we Star saw Trek? the taxi. I guess it's first that's time a shuttle. Star, Trek, Star Trek taxi. Yeah. But, but even, that's still, even if you had a shuttle or even like the, uh, you know, like, a, um, you know, some kind of like yacht, like the captain's yacht or whatever. 
That's a good point. Do they have it's just really privatized? Weird, I mean, you'd think like if he has that giant vineyard, you know, I mean, real estate's got to be expensive there. He's he's doing well. Why doesn't he have his own ship? Yeah. Well, I mean, why can't he just buy his own ship? Well, there's no money <laughs> in the federation. Vintage, oh, that's right. Yeah. There's no money in the federation. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so he's not paying his workers. They're doing it for fun. That's so. Yeah. Okay. That's weird too. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's a weird thing to think about. No money. To think about, yeah. I think um, about it all the time. No money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um yeah that, that, that uh yeah i that's a good point I, probably he didn't he didn't think he would need it yeah i guess yeah um he's regretting it now um but he needs a ship oh that that's another hole too like even if uh he's um going uh, even if he rejects going to uh Riker, Geordi, or war for help can't he at least just go and ask for a ship <laughs> Yeah, but to who? I think what he wants. I, I think he wants. Matter. I think he wants it to be a Starfleet mission. He wants oh, to. He mean. wants to be. He is regretting leaving Starfleet at this point. Well, that too. But he probably maybe he wants to open Starfleet. Well, well, no. Yeah. Well, maybe he just wants to try to open Starfleet's eyes to what. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I, but, I'm, I'm thinking out loud at this point. And I, either way, the Admiralty will not reinstate him. I do, I do really like crew. It's just like I just, I just need a small, warp-capable ship with a small crew. And if you, if you think that it's too conspicuous for me to be an admiral, you can demote me. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> read the room. Yeah, and um, and like she, honestly, like outside of the hubris line, outside of the effing hubris line, which I, I don't think you needed. Um, I think she's right. Like, yeah, he went on Federation news and blasted Starfleet. Yeah. I like, mean, maybe if it was like the, the day before that interview, uh, she may have been more inclined to say yes. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, you, you, you don't, you don't punch the milkman and ask for more milk. You know? Right. <laughs> so like, I do think, I do think she's right in that respect, but yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Right yeah. now, of all times, how dare you do this? Um, but she also gives us, before we get to Rafi, I forgot to say, she gives us valuable exposition that the Federation was willing to let the Romulans in, but 14 species were going to pull out Yeah, if they did. And I thought that was very interesting. Because so it wasn't yeah. Starfleet's fault. They have they were stuck I mean, between a rock and hard place. When you think about it, who are the Romulans in, in constant war with? Like the Klingons, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if if some of those fourteen were huge, huge allies to the Federation. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, we get a mention to the Gorn hegem hegem hegemony. Yeah, yeah. that that was exactly. cool. You know, you know, like little things like that. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, if I'm coming from like a, a, I guess like a tactical standpoint, then yeah, like I would side. You know, that that's you know playing devil's advocate with the on the side of the Federation. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, uh, they're playing on the needs of the few. Uh, that, that's exactly what they're yeah. doing. Right, yeah. um, but at the same time, like, like, you know, uh, Picard and all his, uh, he can't, he can't not be a good person and say like, like, all right, well, I guess we'll just leave these seven hundred billion to die or whatever. The showrunner, the showrunner did say the Starfleet was was stuck between a rock and a hard place. They had just lost their shipyards, and uh, fourteen species were willing to, were willing to pull out if this would happen. So it became the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and the few ended up being the Romulan species but yeah. Picard is going to explore well what happens to the few why can't we save them why can't it be the needs of the all yeah. so I, I'm intrigued by that going forward personally 
Yeah. I'm interested in that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, but I mean, it's still obvious that some Romulans made it to the Federation, right? There is some... a Romulan. There is a Romulan government, or else the artifact wouldn't be under Romulan control. Yeah, yeah, they're somewhere. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them if they established a new Romulus. I wouldn't put it past them if they made a new Romulus, maybe sistered with Vulcan somewhere. Yeah, you know that would maybe be, just that would they, be fun. Can, they can go based on some of the. Uh, I mean, it, maybe Spock had more of a Kittimer type of uh, um, effect on Romulus than uh, than than has been shown to us. You know? Yeah, I I was really. I mean, going back to like the end of Nemesis, and, and because Nemesis kind of operates as a sequel to Unity, the yeah. the episode of, of the Next Generation with Spock. Yeah. Um. It. I was kind of interested because this is bouncing off of Star Trek 09 where it is established that Spock was helping the, the people of Romulus. Uh, and now we know that Picard was too, um, that there would be more of a sense of Vulcan unity, at least like the Vulcans were kind of more interested in, in reuniting with the, with their sister species. Yeah. Um, but that, so far we've seen none of that and they might not even do that because they might not care, but you know, who knows? You never know. Um, um, so, so going back to Rafi, sorry. Rafi. So going back to Rafi. So I read the Star Trek the Star Trek Picard countdown where it is revealed that she is his former first officer of the USS Verity, which was a rescue vessel in Romulan space trying to help with the relocation of various Romulan colonies. Um, it is a fine graphic novel. Oh, yeah. hmm. um, but reading that graphic novel the character of Rafi is very much more optimistic, very much, uh, much more fun loving and kind of, she calls him JL instead of captain. She was a Lieutenant on the Verity. Um, Jordy's in that issue too. Uh, so it's, it's having so, read wait, wait, that. Wait, she was the first officer for Picard for, so Admiral Picard took command of the USS Verity. Okay. To help with the relocation of the Romulan people. Uh, a year before the star exploded. And okay. she was a lieutenant on that ship. Got it. And his first officer. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the uniform designs in that comic are also pretty good. I like them. Okay. So, yeah. So she was his former first officer, which is probably why he goes to her. Um, if I'm going to, if uh, she, she, something happened. So the comic, the comic ends way before the star explodes. Um, so, so we don't know what happened in the interim between uh, this and between this comic and what happened to the Utopia Planetary Shipyards to now. Got it. Got it. Okay. So there's a lot of filling in and seeing this character. She is very, she very much hates him. She hates Picard. Oh, really? Well, in the, in the, in the show. You're talking about the one who's been, I don't know. I don't feel like that. She hates him. Rafi. Okay, hold on. Maybe I'm thinking of a totally different character now. She's the, fe the female Romulan that, that's working for... That's Laris. Who am I thinking of? Or no, that was Laris. That was Laris. Who, who's Rafi. this one's Rafi? Rafi's the new girl that we see at the end of the episode. Yes, okay, that's the one. Okay, so she's she's a lieutenant that hates Picard at the very yes. end, that had the gun to her, and then uh, somehow knew about, like, what which wine is that? The number... Yes. Oh, yes. She... hold on. I, I was... Okay, so I was all mixed up right there. See, I okay. <laughs> and now, so at the end of the episode, we're introduced to Rafi, who reveal who's revealed in a comic book 
that she is Picard's okay. first officer. Got it. Okay, that makes more Picard. sense. That makes more sense. All right. That's all. They 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 the mission that the that the comic book details is the mission of how they met Laris and Javon. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It's an okay comic. Not great. Worth, worth buying. Yeah, I mean, because what? Oh, how much is a bad graphic novel nowadays? What, to 10, 12 bucks? Fifteen. It's probably fifteen bucks. Three yeah. issues. Three, three issues for fifteen. Yeah. At that point, I'd probably just get the actual uh, comic books. Just it might just hold value a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was okay. I'm glad I read it. Um, so what? I am a little bummed that we keep meeting new characters, uh, and we're not really going anywhere. Yeah, it, it is a lot of setup, but um. I mean, this is the first time we've seen uh, TNG Trek go and have a, a an overarching storyline over the course of a season, as opposed to a different, you know, a new story every every episode, which is what we're traditionally used to. Right. Um, so I'm willing to give this, you know, if, if things don't really pick the, th- the see the thing for me is I don't think it's going to get picked up. It's going to pick up in we you know have us go out into space until episodes four or five because. We haven't seen Jerry Ryan. We haven't seen uh, Riker yet, and they're all still on Earth, right? Oh, we don't know who Jerry Ryan is. Well, I mean, it looks like she's in his study of some sort, right? It's not his study. I've looked. I've looked. Okay, she's somewhere where he is. So either or, I mean, it looks like uh, a a house of some sort. uh, Maybe. I mean, granted, it could be. It could not be. I think we're on Earth for at least one more episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think finally, I'm. If we don't see Riker in uh, episode uh, three, I, th- I mean, unless he travels to Beta Z to go see him. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know? they could be they could be on Beta Z. Yeah, they could be on Beta Z. Yeah, you never know. know. Or maybe they're on. Maybe they. Uh, maybe Rise has changed. Who knows? Maybe they're there. Um, no, I don't think he'd go to Rise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there, it's there seems to be still more setup. Yeah, I'm, we start I'm a... to see like the little action. Of, of him trying to get to um, the twin. Yeah. I'm a little not interested in all the setup, though. I wanted to get a little bit quicker to the yeah. action. I think that that was a mistake on CBS for not releasing this right next to episode one yeah. last week. I think that if they did that, then this upcoming week or episode three would have been a little easier to, to chew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally get that. I think it's 10 episodes, by the way. Is it card? Sweet. I thought it was eight, but sweet. I'm happy now. Yeah, I think it's ten. Uh, I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm a little less jazzed about this one. I'm still interested, intrigued to see where this mystery is going to go. I like the, I like the stuff with the Romulans a bit more in this episode. Uh, I'm starting to kind of see. Ten uh, episodes, right? Yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to see a little bit more about like what the what the plan is and. Mm-hmm. We know that Picard lives to at least another season, so you know his his aromatic syndrome is not that. But not as that. a human, or maybe a part Borg. I don't think he's going to be part Borg, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the only way he lives is to become the enemy that he. Hates. Oh, what if they put his? What if Bruce Maddox puts his brain inside of a synthetic instead of an organic synthetic? Oh wow. Oh, then Picard would live forever, and we just get a whole bunch of actors. Of, he's going to be the next Doctor. Where every every uh, new series, he's uh, who's going to play Picard now? Yeah, it'll be James McAvoy. 
There you go. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be funny. That uh, would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to get back to space, see more starships. Uh, I'm a little, I feel a little claustrophobic on Earth right now. It it almost feels like so does Picard though, right? He keeps looking to the stars. He's you know, uh, she keeps saying like, you do want to go back out, or he goes like, you really want to go back out there. He goes more than ever, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, so do we, the audience. Let's let's do it. <laughs> let's get let's get our captain back. Yeah. In Let's get a yeah. cat back in space. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens yep. next week. I'm Hopefully excited. more Allison Pill. I'm still excited. I'm still, uh, I still can't wait for Thursday. I've been waking up extra early on Thursday just so I could watch it before work. So it's kind of You can neat. also watch it on uh, Wednesday night, 12 o'clock. It's when it drops. I'm usually in bed by then. Yeah, I usually, right. I'd rather wake up early than go to bed late just because I have more. To, like, just getting ready for work. And all that. I am the opposite. I would rather never wake up. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, well, that, I guess that'll do it. Unless you got anything else, I don't do. Uh, Brandon, as always, thank you for having me. It's a oh, really, it's been fun. It's only been two episodes in, but I'm having a, a blast doing this with you, man. Uh, yeah, it's, really it's, excited. Um, it's really fun to revisit this this captain. Yeah, uh, and um, I don't know if uh, if uh, uh, you know, time permitting for Riley, she's she said that she'd be down to put give her two cents in. She's uh, she's caught up as well right now. Uh, yeah. She doesn't have time right now to to come join us, but uh, maybe next week uh, she once we she well, season th or episode three is up, um, maybe we can get her take. Uh, has yeah. Sparks been watching? No, Sparks has not been watching. Okay, All he right. will probably be, he will probably watch Next Gen first before he watches. And you know what's funny is actually uh, um, I asked Jackson from Bored and Annoyed if he's been watching Picard, and he said that he's he started watching Next Generation. He wants. He said he wants to finish that before uh, Picard as well. So, oh, yeah, there you um, go. Yeah, maybe a future team up with Sparks and Jackson. <laughs> yeah, fun. yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's get the plugs out of the way. Michael, you are part of the Downright Nerdy podcast. Sure. Yeah, I got one of those uh, those uh, awesome shows, and uh, yeah, we're um, by the by the time this aired, we had just finished our 49th episode, and uh, this upcoming weekend will be our 50th, and. Um, Actually, if you guys can, make sure you guys uh, click that little uh, like, subscribe, and actually hit, hit that notification bell, too, because this upcoming weekend when uh, we announce our 50th, we're doing a really, really big giveaway milestone type of uh, um, video uh, on our YouTubes. Uh, you're definitely not going to want to miss it. We're giving away a ton of stuff, and it's it's going to be big. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Dude. That's awesome. Congratulations on Thank 50 you so episodes. much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, his information will be in the link in the description. It will be in the description below. Uh, so definitely check that out. Like and subscribe on this video, um, please. And we are part of the Fake Nerd Podcast. Fam we have family of podcasts. I like to say we're a family podcast. We got Basement Arcade on this channel. More Fake Nerds Watch for Watchmen or uh, Swamp Thing or The Boys, whatever you're fancy. Uh, this week, on the Fake Nerd Podcast, which comes out every Sunday, when I'm bothered to get it up on Sunday, um, we are talking about pirating comics. Hmm. We're going to talk about the the uh, how-to pirate. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Ryan, somewhere Ryan is uh, pulling his hair out. <laughs> Ryan just like, what? Uh, um, and uh, upcoming stuff for the Fake Nerd Podcast, we have an interview with Mark Guggenheim, the showrunner, the former showrunner of Arrow and uh, the executive producer Ooh. on the Arrowverse TV shows. Heck yeah. Uh, and he's a friend of mine from the from the uh, comic book shop days. Oh, neat. Uh, 
So that'll be a lot of fun. We're going to talk to him about Crisis on Infinite Earths and the end of Arrow. So definitely stay tuned for that one. We have a review of Jedi Fallen Order, the uh, the video game coming up, and uh, that's all we got so far. And you guys next week had a uh, um, as your most recent book club, I think. Did you guys do uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter? We did do Shirtless yeah. Bear Fighter. Yeah, yeah. We'll check out that episode. Yeah, that that's a that was a that's a blast of a comic. <laughs> fun. Um, so yeah, so definitely check out those sh- both of our shows if you if you're watching this one. We will be back next week with episode three of Star Trek Picard. Yeah. Um, also, um, I'm sorry, I was going to put one more thing in there. Uh, every now and then, make sure you guys hit our notification bells on uh, bells on both mine and um, on Downright Nerdy and on Fake Nerds because every now and then we'll just randomly go live and you know just talk comic books and answer questions and just you know just essentially. Uh, you know, just talk, do whatever, talk yeah. nerd stuff. It'll, it's, it's, it's really fun. So make sure you hit that notification bell too when you do it. Yeah, I, I just put away one hundred and fifty dollars worth of comic books. Oh, nice. I was bummed I couldn't join you. I would love to see. That. I, my, my, <laughs> my poll was so big, and I was just like, I gotta buy this shit, or else I'm yeah. never buying it. Anyway, that'll do it. Until next week, guys. Live long and prosper.